Welcome to the Let's Wrestle podcast with Dan and Nico. My name is Nico, and I've got my partner here, Dan. Dan, how you doing? I'm doing fucking great. My throat is uh, kind of killing me a little bit, but we're going to get this shit done, man. Uh, this is going to be... Could get a little rowdy. Could get a little rowdy, but um, could, what you go ahead and tell the people here what we're doing and, yeah, what's new. All right, so this episode coming out hella late, but, you know... This weekend, my boy Dan here, he turned 24, and he decided to go to San Antonio to have a little bit of um, debauchery, some fun. And, um, well, you know, you to turned 24 once. Yeah, to say the least. Some shit happened, you know, bottles were thrown, you know, <laughs> people, <laughs> were, people were beat up, and, uh, you know, you should see the other guy. But um, regardless, it, it's a little late, but... My boy down here needed to recover. You know, a couple of days of heavy drinking can do that to you. You know, we're not spring chickens no more. At least I'm fucking not. Um, but here we go. There was a shit ton of um, stuff coming out last week. And mainly AEW. Honestly, the story that happened to AEW kind of trumps anything that's happened um, between WWE and well, anything else, really. I'll just say WWE because it's all AEW right now. Um, not going to say anything bad happened on WWE. WWE is still very solid, showing how strong they are, doing what they're doing, keeping going forward, not really looking back, and I dig that. But that's going to be next week. We're going to talk more about um, WWE next week. We'll catch up on the last two weeks that happened and go from there. But all right, Dan, you ready? We're going to jump in on this. I'm ready, man. I'm ready to go. All righty, so... Basically, AEW, the big talk, CM Punk A Steel versus the Elite. Let's be real. This is what happened. This is the story that everyone's been talking about. Um, during the AEW All Out media scrum, CM Punk vented his frustrations with growing reports that he tried to get Scott Colton, FKA Colt Cabana, fired upon his joining of the company. As he had all the reports, reporters who had released that info in front of him, uh, essentially burying Colt Cabana in the process. Uh, with that as well, he also took sites on the VPs of AEW, Kenny Omega and the Bucks, calling them children who ran the company, um, as it is believed that the elite are the ones who have leaked this information out into the wrestling media to make CM Punk look bad. Punk also took aim at Hangman for going into business for himself during their feud for the AEW Championship, which we did end up um, actually go through this last episode um, a bit. We just didn't know all the information that was coming out. Uh, we believe that would have been um, the end after he had called out everybody, but the words Punk uttered during the scrum, if you have a problem with me, take it up with me, was taken a heart by the elite. This resulted in a backstage melee where Nick Jackson was knocked out and Kenny Omega was bit by a steal. At least that's what the reports are saying. Now we have everyone involved suspended and all titles held by these men have been vacated. AW crowned new trios champions in, on Dynamite and Death Triangle. And we are having a tournament for the AW World Championship, which we have already gone through the first round this past week. Um, with all that being said, let's get into some topics taking a bit from other media outlets, my first question is, how do we get here? How did this even happen? How do we get from CM Punk, you know, coming into AEW to now CM Punk going against the EVPs? Um, and uh, some people actually would blame Hangman for the start of all this. 
as tensions began to grow when he went into business for himself during the feud with Punk. Now, first question, really, does Hangman have um, have his share to blame for this? Um, does he, I mean, do you think that this started off with what Hangman said? Um, I No, I think this started way before that. Um, I think the Hangman is a different issue, but now I think it's kind of all tying in together just because of the fact that Hangman and the Bucks and Kenny are all, you know, known to be friends behind the scenes, uh, despite their weird angles that they do sometimes. But, um, this started way before I'm thinking, right? I don't know for sure. These are all just reports, right, that we're going to be talking about. So we don't really fully, fully know what's really going on here or what's happened. Maybe they'll make a dark side of the ring episode one day and we'll figure it out but um i think this started the maybe a little bit after cm punk joined the company um i think after a while after that honeymoon phase he might have started to see what was really going on in the company uh of course go ahead no, I was going to say, um, yeah, because you were saying happened before the Hangman deal. Do you think then the Hangman um, promo was the straw that broke the camel's back? Uh, yes, uh, I would have to say, because I'm pretty sure he, had, he didn't have an issue with Hangman leading up to him winning the title at full gear. I think once, and maybe he was still okay with how it happened with Brian Danielson, and this is going to go into a little bit of, hangman's role as a champion i'm thinking after the brian danielson stuff that's where we kind of started to see hangman fall off as we've talked about and maybe he just like in the promo that punk did uh you know everyone wants to be the champ until it's time to do champ shit um i think after working with a guy like brian danielson he just didn't have that um, next opponent that could help elevate him even more, or uh, mm. maybe it was maybe it was his fault. Maybe he wasn't doing enough outside the ring or inside the ring. I don't know, right? Because we're gonna go too into specific as far as Hangman as a wrestler, but um, I think, like I said, as he was being presented as a champion, maybe that had to do with it. CM Punk might have taken some issue to it. Maybe maybe CM Punk felt he should have been the champion a lot sooner, which we've talked about that too. So that's just where I feel that it started before, you know, that promo or the I interviews. I don't think that CM Punk um, felt that he should have been champ, a champ sooner only because I, I believe that CM Punk would want a good story to bring him into a championship, not just hand him the, temp, the title shot like right away. Right. Like something bringing him to it. I mean, that's why he had all those... Uh, matches beforehand before he got to hangman because he wanted to have all these big you know wins he was having matches um at the beginning of every dynamite or rampage i can't remember which one it was i think it was rampage to be honest but he was just having these banger matches i mean well some of them are bangers some of them were against people that should not have been in the ring with him um well let me ask you something okay do you think that maybe they should have taken it off um hangman sooner and then giving it to maybe like an mjf and then go into that storyline with punk and mjf for several months i mean could that have been a better idea in your opinion 
I think if we were going to give it off anybody, I think the MGF deal, it, what they did with MGF was perfect. Um, because I don't know. I felt like you would need to build to an MGF and CM Punk match a bit higher, especially after their feud. It's so hard to say um, exactly when, because like if we were to change when Hangman lost his title, then a lot of things change. Um, I would say not MJF be the person because I feel like they needed that first feud without a championship. Yeah, kind of go somewhere else later later down the line. Um, I think if anything, Hangman, if he didn't lose it to Brian Danielson, he should have lost it to Adam Cole. To be honest, because honestly, that championship run, his championship run was trash. If he had lost it to Adam Cole, it would have at least been surprising, and would have been interesting to see a heel Cole as champion, just being that transition champion to go to CM Punk. Because putting CM Punk against Hangman, although would have been nice for Hangman had he not win the business for himself, um, it's, a, it's a face versus face match for CM Punk's first title win. That's, I don't think that's great. Well, I think it would have been better if there was a heel. And Adam Cole, for me, is the perfect heel because, I mean, they're not really doing much with him. Might as well make him a transitional champion. Transition, transitional champion, yes, but I just felt like you could have put somebody else there to do it. Be- not Adam Cole, bro, because, yes, there was hype when he came in and him losing a hangman twice or whatever did affect him go down. But, dude, he, right before that feud, he was working with Orange Cassidy. Like, literally the feud right before that, bro. Like, and yeah, like I- you said right now, like you said right now, his losses to Hangman is what he brought him down. Cassidy right before he started the feud, and they did mm-hmm. a lights out match or whatever the fuck it's called. But and they're like, oh, since it's a lights out, it doesn't really count. Yes, it does fucking count because that was a feud and that was the the ending of the feud. And then he goes to challenge Hangman, who honestly, yes, the Punk and MJF feud could have stayed where it was in the time it happened. But the thing is, when Punk got out of that feud. Hangman had already fallen off as a champion by that point, and it just wasn't the right fit. And you said it yourself when when the match was gonna happen, you're like, "This is kind of weird." Um, you know, there was yeah. really no build. You know what I mean? So like, no, I hated I hated that feud. It was horrible. Maybe that pissed off Punk, but maybe he doesn't want to piss off Tony Khan yet and talk shit about him the way they positioned that. Um, and now until he me. took it out on Hangman. Yeah, and so. I think you're right, though, in the sense that the hangman was the straw hoop that broke the camel's back. Um, whether this is real or not real, um, in a sense, I mean, remember the Eddie Kingston feud that CM Punk had with him? Right. Remember that it, it was really fucking good. People really liked it. But why did it only go one, one go round? The MGF stuff was really good. Everyone really liked it. That went, you know, that went, what, a couple months? Two months? Uh, maybe three. Maybe three? Okay. But the Eddie Kingston, that was just, what, three weeks, four weeks maybe at the most? Yeah. Um, and if you remember during Eddie Kingston's promo, he said pretty much the exact same thing that Hangman said, in a different way, of course. Um, how he said, no one in the back likes you, but I'm the only one brave enough to tell it to your fucking face. Some shit like Is that. that. Is that a shoot? It, does Eddie Kingston actually not like... Uh, CM Punk and 
Brian Danielson, I've heard like Cesaro, and I, forget I heard he doesn't else. like. I heard he doesn't like Cesaro. I don't think he says anything about Brian. Well, actually, no. They had that bit of a thing going on with Brian Danielson. Um, yeah, I mean, he. I mean, Eddie Kingston himself has also said that he doesn't like the Bucks or like anybody in the elite. So it's hard to tell with with, with Eddie Kingston, but I mean, it's it makes you question. Was Eddie Kingston shooting, and is that the reason why the feud only went to that one pay per view? And he's just like Punk in the fact that he'll blur the lines, and you don't really know sometimes whether mm-hmm. if he likes or doesn't like a person. And well, if it, uh, this is another subject, but if Eddie had a better physique, not saying I have a great physique, but I'm just saying if he had a better physique as a wrestler, um, he could, and maybe younger too, uh, five, younger, six years sure. younger. Um, he could have had a run, but it's a different time, right? But that's a whole other subject. Um, yeah. But yeah, man, I mean, CM Punk just knows how to blur the lines, and we saw that in WWE also. Um, but so when does that become too far? Like, you can blur the lines, yes, but how far do you blur the lines that it becomes an issue with people at the back or the person that you're facing? When does it become too far? But that's regardless. When like, the guy's not bringing you any money um, and you're just putting up with his bullshit at this point, but are you really benefiting as a company? That's where Tony Khan has to look at the bigger picture because this company should be bigger than just one guy. Um, and, dude, WWE, yes, Roman Reigns right now is the top guy there. He has been, but WWE is a fucking empire. Like, international I mean, empire at this point you know that's but that's we can't really we can't compare that though because that yeah it's wwe they've been around since the fucking 50s 40 i don't fucking know how they've been a lot around for a fucking long ass time they have the time to have built that empire so it's like we can't compare them. like AEW is only three years old it's still very infant but yes i understand that AEW is in that point but at some point, they're going to have to start acting like it as well because we're hearing all this stuff about backstage issues, this and that. In WWE, man, when you hear it, it's like, oh, shit, but it's rare. And in AEW, it feels like it's been a thing for at least the last year uh, with different stuff. But I don't know. Is that good for the company as, you know, keeping it entertaining to actually watch the show, which I've wanted to see the show recently just to see what they do with it and whether mm-hmm. i agree with what they're doing right now is a, is another subject which i'm sure we'll get to but like perception is reality man and the way you perceive yourself as a company it starts with there right so that's where i want to ask you do you okay. feel like cm punk is worth the trouble right now if this is all 100 percent real if this is all 100% real, do I think CM Punk is worth the trouble? Mm. Automatically, I don't think so. But given the fact that he's going to have to take time off regardless, whether he's suspended or not, if he wasn't suspended, they would have been able to talk to him, especially if there was shit going on that they didn't mention him. Um, ah. Like I said, automatically, I don't think he'd be, it'd be worth it. 
but I'm, st- I'm not completely sure. I know earlier you were talking about WWE building stars or whatever the fuck. We might not like it, uh, but AEW does have stars, regardless of what we may think of them personally. Um, we can't say that Chris Jericho isn't a star. People do enjoy watching Chris Jericho. It's not a doubt. It's the AEW fans. Unfortunately. I mean, they're, they're the people who watch him. John Moxley, he's a star. AEW fans like him, and you can hear that um, when John Moxley was, you know, facing off against Punk in that three-minute match. Um, there was the crowd was split in half, so we can't say that John Moxley is not a star. Brian Danielson, he's a star. You can't doubt that. Claudio, he's a star. Miro, eh, not really that big of a star, but he's there. You know, they have people to build around. The problem that AEW has had in terms of building their stars, is that they've only given focus. Notice this, though. They've only given focus to specific champions. Jade Cargo, for for instance, she's a big, like, oh, yeah, she's a champion. That's awesome. That's great. Woo. Thunder Rosa as AEW Women's Champion. Where the fuck was she the whole time? I know that there's some backstage issues with her, but, like, where has she been? They didn't book her to look or to be on AEW. There'd be weeks that we don't even see her. Um, but just a little while ago when Britt Baker was a champion, she was on every fucking week, and there was a segment with her every fucking week. She'd have the microphone, something going on. Now, remember Pentagon and, um, and Ray Phoenix as, as AEW Tag Team Champions? Right. Remember how memorable that was? Because I don't. And I love, I love the Lucha Bros. But they didn't do much. There wasn't any real storylines going on that were worthwhile. Yet, when the Young Bucks are champions, it's all up. They're on every fucking show. They have a segment every fucking week. Kenny Omega is the AEW champion. He was big. He was huge. He was on every fucking week. Him and fucking, what's his face? Um, even oh, John Moxley. Um, who? Were you going to say Don Callis? Don Callis, thank you. Don Callis. Um, John Moxley, he was huge. Huge as fuck. Hangman gets the championship and he's being shit on. But why? Why, why would Hangman be shit on? I feel like Tony Khan has been... I feel like there is some manipulation happening with AEW. Definitely from the elite. Um, I feel like it's more the Bucks than it is Kenny Omega, but that's my opinion. Um, but there's obviously a lack of story for certain people and others. There's huge stories. So it's kind of, they have stars that they can build. They just need to put shit around them. Daniel, Brian Danielson barely getting a storyline and it's still not even worthwhile because he's barely there. Is that because of his contract? I don't know. So there's a lot of shit going on. CM Punk, if he were to leave the company, it's and I feel like AEW can still thrive, but this would be a big black mark on themselves going in going forward as a TV company. Like, will they be able to get another deal because of the big star of CM Punk walked away or they fired CM Punk? So that's how I feel. That, that's good. That's a good point about the network. Think, what what are they going to think? So that I hadn't looked at it in that perspective, but I, as far as what I had asked, like it's it's definitely starts with the booking, but 
Um, as far as if Punk is worth it, is he that star? Like, I think you need to ask. It depends on who you're asking. If you're asking just your normal, typical wrestling fan who knows everything that's going on, like ourselves, or are you asking uh, the casual fan, um, which is what brings in the money? You have to attract a casual fan to turn into, you know, a wrestling fan who's going to follow it, right? That's the goal. Um, and, of course, you want to retain your own audience. That, again, the booking, big. This is big, right? So, CM Punk, man, like, yes, AEW has names. Um, I think uh, fucking Swerve. I, you know, they know him, they think he's good or whatever. I think of like Pac. Um, I think of like Miro. These are guys that could be elevated into being, you know, like a superstar. Like they could, if they're booked right. And mm -hmm. Miro is one of those guys, but he's not there yet right now. I feel he's still in the mid card. Uh, I would say upper. It's still the mid card. He's not a main event guy right now in this company. Can he? Can he be one? Of course, of course. Um, but are they going to get him there? And I'm not a hundred percent sure. But anyways, CM Punk, Brian Danielson, Chris Jericho. I'll put you know I'll put him there, even though his shit is bad. Uh, John Moxley. Those are guys that you need in this company going forward. MJF is right there, right there. Oh, I didn't even say MJF. I'm, I'm, yeah. Kenny Omega, honestly, has crossed into a bit of the casual fan audience, um, but I feel like he's not there yet. I feel like even MJF is right there with Kenny, like as far as like he's not completely there, right? Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. But yeah, for a wrestling fan, he's a big star, and maybe if you have a friend of, that's a wrestling fan, he's may maybe mentioned Kenny Omega to you. Then that way you've known. Think think of Butters. You know yeah. he's more on the casual side. Shout out Butters. Uh, Hello. Hello. He knows about Kenny Omega. He because he's heard about him from us. Mm -hmm. uh, um, but in this situation, like man, they need CM Punk right now. But if this continues, then yeah, man. At, at some point, you gotta let it go. Um, but I still feel like it's kind of fresh. Um, as far as like the public stuff, okay, backstage shit. Hey, man, just put him, you know, where he's alone, away from these guys that he has issues with. You bring him out. He does what he needs to do. As long as he's making those guys look good uh, or not completely terrible, then he's okay. Um, but as far as the media scrums, uh, you know, calling out people, if that continues, because actually, that's, that actually that's, goes into one of my next questions. Okay. So I was just going to say, that's putting the stuff into a, into the public eye to see, and that's not good for, uh, the company for the casual. I feel like for the network, like, that's another main reason, but yeah, man, like right now he is worth the trouble to answer the question, but go ahead. Okay, so yeah, that's basically what the ending what you said was kind of similar to what I was going to ask. Um, should have should Punk have actually gone on that rant uh, during the media scrum? People um, actually said that Punk had this premeditated from little things that he said. I believe there was a there was a section of one of his promos that he was having that the 
the media scrum. Not he didn't say media scrum, but the you know the deal after a all out was going to be interesting, and the fact that he called out a specific reporter that he knew in his um, that he knew knew Colt Cabana or hung out with Colt Cabana, who he thought at the time um, was a friend of Colt Cabana before the um, the reporter that he didn't. Even during that portion of the um, media scrum, Punk said that that reporter had ruined his spot. So it's kind of like he already knew. He kind of had a premeditated answer. He thought this guy was going to say yes. He did. Say, he said no. He wasn't friends with Cabana anymore. So Punk had the thought around everything because of these little things was that Punk had this whole rant in his head about Cabana and everybody else premeditated. Um should he have gone on this rant? Uh, should he have let it go? What do you think? Um, I honestly, he probably should have let it go. Um, like, like I've been saying, I mean, CM Punk, the, like if this public stuff, like he did there with Cabana, um, I felt like it was uncalled for to the level he took it. I was okay with him acknowledging it uh, or maybe saying something um, just because he has been perceived in that way because of all the reports and what people have said, whether if not the Bucks spread that or whatever. I don't know how it happened, but um, it's just he shouldn't have taken it that far, I felt. Um, But... He even mentioned it like I I've taken enough shit on this subject already, you know, for so long. Um uh, so that's kind of why he was saying what he was saying, but um and I don't believe he's lying or about everything he was saying. Like I don't he's not the type of guy I feel to go up there and, and just lie like that. Um But yeah, man. I mean, maybe yeah, he did take it a bit far, but oh well. Cat's yeah. out of the bag, and he said what he had to say, and ended there, you know, at this point. Yeah, I felt like that he shouldn't have said anything that he said. Uh, I feel like he is too big of a star to have to go down to that level and talk crap like that. Yeah, he had his own, um, you know, uh, what's the word, like outlet to do so. Um, I thought it made Tony Khan look really bad because Tony Khan just – yeah, he got he got screwed over in that one. Um, I'm sure he was not told what was going to be said, and once it was already gone, he was just kind of there. Even apologizing to reporters, I should have gone in front of it. Apologizing to Punk, I should have gone in front of it. Punk telling him to shut up at one point because it's like, no, like he doesn't have to make it simple for y'all. And um, you know, Punk even saying that he's trying to run a business, which yeah. Uh, so is, you know, Tony Khan kind of undermining Tony Khan also with this um, promo, which. It's valid, but at the same time, behind closed doors. But do you see guys like Rock and Austin Cena Orton doing these kind of things? Like about nope, I don't think that they're doing things like this in front of cameras. I think that they're doing this behind closed doors in front of management. Um, but this also goes back to Tony. Tony is also a part of this. Um, I don't say I don't think he's um, innocent in any in any way. Um, Tony should have taken action on this a long time ago. It doesn't seem like he did, or else it wouldn't have gotten to where it's gotten. 
should have been um, taken care of back when Hangman uh, went into business for himself. It was only just, what, two, three weeks ago that they had a, a talent, mandatory talent meeting. And then they just had another one recently before this past Wednesdays. So there's a lot um, that, that Tony could have done to stop this situation from happening. So he's not completely innocent. Well, think but, about this, though. Um, they are, I feel like, at a disadvantage. And you can answer right here as far as whether you think this is a factor or not. But they're at a disadvantage as a company because WWE, uh, at this point, right, they're, <laughs> you know, even in the late 90s, um, if it wasn't somebody like The Rock, Stone Cold Steve Austin, John Cena, you know, if it wasn't for guys like that, of course, they're representing this empire, right? So they can't be saying shit like this because they have so many connections to everything, right? Charity and shit like that. So basically, AEW, man, they can't just fire like their top star or top two, you know, depending on, you know, who you think is the best in AEW. But they just can't let go of somebody like that because if somebody did that right now in WWE or even 20 years ago, they'd be let go and they'd fucking build a new guy. Um, you know, in AEW, they can't do that right now in this moment. And that's that puts them at a disadvantage. Do you feel like that could be a factor as to why Tony Khan has not, you know, no. taken no. action on this already? I don't, I don't think so. I don't, there's other ways to take action. It would, um, are you saying that people would have been fired for what Hangman did? Because that's where I'm saying that he should have done something. Or do you, are you talking about the whole media scrum? Fired maybe too extreme for that uh, in the page situation. But that's maybe- what I'm saying, though. Like right then and there. Like right now, it's like shit hit the fan. Like he has to do something in terms. That's why he suspended everybody. Vince would have buried him. And Vince? if you get momentum again, then maybe you'll get another chance. But for now, you're not in the picture. Yeah, Vince would have buried Hangman, and then uh, Vince would have sent a message to everyone in the locker room with that burial because it would have been like, look what you're doing, keep this shit up, and the same can happen to you. So Vince wouldn't have let it gone this far. I don't think so. Punk would have fired. I mean, uh, sorry, Vince would have fired Punk if he did this shit, and he didn't. If Vince didn't plan that, plan that shit, trust me. He's firing Punk, man. Yeah, I mean, even CM Punk's pipe bomb that was done, you know, back in WWE, that was that was still scripted. It was a shoot. It was a shoot work. Um, they understood what was going to happen. They knew what was going to be said for the most part. Um, so, I mean, nothing happens in WWE without WWE knowing, without Vince knowing, without Vince giving the okay for it to happen. Nothing's happening. At least at John Cena. John Cena would have been suspended for sure, or just you know, hey, go away for a while. We'll call you when we need you. Yeah, but, well, John Cena would have never done that, though. That's the thing. Exactly, like, exactly because they're they're the empire that they are. Uh, especially even even when he started on his run, uh, they were already you know starting and, to be this empire. So um, with how Punk acts when he gets frustrated with things. Do you think that is kind of similar to what happened to him at the end of his WWE run? And that's kind of why they stopped going with him. They took the title off him, he got frustrated, and then he never got the title back. 
Um, I think so because it's just that here in AEW, you're they're more lenient with what you can say um, outside of you know the show. Mm-hmm. Um, so I feel like Punk has he knows that obviously. Even the fan knows that that he can do that, and it's okay. Uh, worst thing, he just gets a slap on the wrist. But in this situation, Punk has taken advantage of that, and he's let out his frustrations. Um, whether if that's a good or bad thing for the business, I don't know. Probably not the business, uh, what do you think? The company. I think it's more of a bad thing for the company themselves. Um, kind of similar to what Chris Jericho was saying during his portion of the media scrum. It only takes one eye from the from the television portion of it to see something that they don't like, and they stop it because they're able to curse, because they're able to say whatever they want to say. You say the wrong thing, and then everything has to be scripted. Kind of similar to what was done with Ric Flair. It was recently told I forget who I think it was. Um, Road Dog. Um, he had uh, he was um on his podcast. He had said that Ric Flair kind of went off on not went off but he just kind of had an unscripted promo on raw one day and someone from the network saw it they didn't like it and then everything after that it was all scripted promos so that's what i'm saying like it only takes one person to fuck it up to fuck it up for the rest of them so that's why um punk taking advantage of this is just it's not good for the company i don't care about the like not good for the business i mean the the business is everywhere um, whether you want to watch it or not, everything's happening within wrestling. So something being bad for the business is a, a mute point since the 90s. Um, but yeah, I, I think what Punk did was bad for the company itself. But I will not keep the blame only on Punk because it's everybody. Punk, Tony, the elite, everyone. Everyone involved is bad. Um, the media that it they're getting, Tony. It, it starts with Tony and it trickles down. It starts with Tony. It goes to punk next after that. Oh no. You know what? Punk and the elite are on the same level because the elite are EVPs. They're they're They have a stake in the company. Right. So it's Tony, CM Punk and the elite. They, that's how it goes. That's maybe the, the elite more though. A little bit more. They're EVPs. They're also we, representing the company. Yeah. But CM Punk is the top guy. He's their champion. Whether he was champion or not, he was their top guy. Okay, so okay. He, might as well. he, he he also represents the company, so... Yeah, like he is... Go ahead. Yeah, he's AEW. Um, but yeah, it, like we said, Punk shouldn't have done what he did during the rant, uh, during the media scrum. He did it, and a fight happened after the fact. So just a, a question uh, from all the different reports. This is more... Kind of lighthearted, not really lighthearted because it's a bad situation. Uh, who do you think started the actual fight? Do you think um, it was Punk and Ace Steel? Um, I will say this uh, about Ace Steel. Ace Steel, I believe, came in after the fact. Um, apparently, within reports, um, Kenny Omega and the Bucks had barged in. I'm going to say barged in because they say kick the door down, but. I but, doubt that. Uh, yeah, we'll see. We'll see what they did. I don't know. They could have. Who cares? They could have kicked the door. Dumbly came down. I'm just saying, we don't know. But um, apparently what happened was that um, the Elite came in. CM Punk was in his dressing room with um, Ace Steel's wife, who had a broken foot. And his dog, Larry, was in the, in the room as well. 
So when the melee or I guess altercation started, Ace Steel came in after the fact and then started going after whoever was in there. Um, but knowing that much information, at least, or being said that information, um, who do you think would have actually started the, the fight? Well, I'm sure the Bucks, acting like tough guys, probably kicked a halfway open door <laughs> down and walked in there and said, hey, why you got to call us out like that? It's unnecessary, and you better apologize or something. I don't know what. <laughs> and CM Punk probably told the Bucks and Kenny if he was there, get the fuck out of my face. I'm not in the mood to fucking argue with children after tonight or some shit like that. And Kenny probably jumped in and said, hey, punk, why don't you stop fucking, uh, you know, talking shit to my sons here, the Bucks or whatever. Oh, my God. And, and they probably got into it. Steel was probably there just trying to calm down punk. And um, apparently, like, a chair was thrown or something at some point. So, dude, the Bucks going in there, I really don't believe that. But um, that's what the reports are saying. Um and maybe they went in there because they were going in there as a group. And Punk was there. I don't know if they knew Ace Steel was there. Or maybe Ace Steel went in the room after he heard some commotion, commotion. going on. I don't know. But that's how I thought <laughs> it probably happened. But I would think that Punk started it. Only because there's three guys. There's one of you. You're pissed off. Part, um, most likely injured. Um, let's not forget that... Um, Punk has a had a tricep injury. Um, they're saying during the match. Some are actually saying that that actually happened during the melee. Um, but he has a tricep injury that he recently got surgery on. Uh, successful surgery, so that's good. So eight month Same window injury as uh, Cody Rhodes. No, that's a pectoral that Cody had. Oh, um, Punk is sorry. a tricep. So the tricep is the back of your bicep. You know your bicep right on your arm, right behind it. That's your tricep. Are you well? Are you also saying that? It could have happened in the backstage little that's, and they're not that, reporting it? Well, they're not reporting stuff as other things. But um and that might be the reason why they're not reporting it. Um, it's possible. I'm not saying that it is, it's just, you know, back and forth information. No one really knows everything. They don't know if he got injured during the fight. They don't know they don't know if he got injured during the wrestling match that he had Moxley or he got injured during the fight. Um, some people would believe that it was during the fight only because of how Punk was actually moving around uh, during the media scrum. I would think that at that point, he still had a bit of adrenaline, not really feeling anything, could still move around a bit. I mean, Cody Rhodes went through a whole fucking match with a torn pectoral muscle. So just saying, I'm sure he could have went around the media scrum, not even feeling the pain. Either way, um, I think Punk would have started the fight first, like I said. Three guys coming in, talking shit. Um, and yeah, he threw the first punch, feeling, you know, uh, as intimidated as anyone would be with three other people. Jokes aside, with, with the Bucks coming in, it's not like CM Punk has the best record in terms of fighting. He's a great wrestler. He's a great wrestler. In terms of a fighter, though, he Look has at the, the Bucks, fight bro. In him. Dude, look at Kenny Omega. They look like. Tell me how, how does how does Kenny Omega? Omega look? I understand. 
You can yes. say the Bucks. You can say the Bucks, but Punk is only just a little bit bigger than them. Well, another report said that Kenny Omega was taking care of CM Punk's fucking dog while that was going on. So Kenny probably was like, "I'm good," or I don't know, man. Yeah, Dude. honestly, the reports make Kenny seem like he wasn't really doing anything and maybe was blindsided on the fact. I like I said, I think the Bucks are the main cause of all this shit. And I feel that, that Kenny Omega might have been like, hey, we need to stop this shit. <laughs> like, that's why he was trying to get rid of the dog. I heard he was trying to get a steal off of Matt or Nick Jackson. I can't remember which one. And he got bit while trying to do that because he was basically cross-facing a steal to get him off of fucking his buddy. I heard a steal's wife was in there, and that's why he was so mad. Yeah, uh, The yeah. fact that they would do that in front of her. Yeah, that's why. That's what I was saying. But I, I feel like the instigators were more the Bucks, at least in terms of what these stories have been saying. Because a lot of the reports, again, saying Kenny Omega was more trying to was trying to take care of the dog, get him out of the way because he doesn't want, um, like you know, doesn't we don't need a hurt dog or anything like that. Um, but yeah, that's how it seems to me. I feel like maybe um, the Bucks were a bit overzealous. Punk as pissed off as he was because of, you know, just being tired after a fucking match, going through it. Um, possible tricep injury, just getting pissed off. Then not even leaving. And then he just hit him. And then they go back after him. Uh, Ace Steel's wife calls out for help. Ace Steel comes running in. Kenny Omega trying to save a dog. Ace Steel probably, as he came in, threw a chair. If that's how it happened. I'm just this is all fucking hypothetical. No one really fucking knows what happened. Um, you think it's a coincidence that A Steel just came out on TV for the first time, and I didn't even, I hadn't even heard of him before this, and now we hear about him also being involved in this possible work. Who knows, right? I don't, uh, I don't um, think it's a work. I heard there's some legal issues too. So, well, yeah, we we're definitely gonna touch on that. Just there's more, like, well. <laughs> yeah, um, but you know what? The, the whole chair throwing thing, it could have been a complete accident. No one actually threw a chair, but if Ace Steel was barging in too um, to help his wife, maybe he hit a chair. Maybe it went flying in somebody. You know, he's coming rushing in really fast. Maybe he was just trying to get the chair out of his way and he ended up throwing it straight. Who knows? There's half truths in everything that's being said because not everything is the truth. Um, but yeah, let's go ahead and get into that then. Um, after all this, after all that big old um, scrum, do you believe that the suspensions were necessary? Or do you think they were necessary, but they should have been more uh, just, they should have been more done to it? Um, I think myself, of course, the suspensions were definitely necessary. Um, I don't think they should have been any further. It's just weird. Like everyone's just being suspended. Did you hear? There's actually more people than just the elite and um, Punk and A still suspended. Apparently, um, uh, Nakazawa and uh, whatever his fucking dumbass name is. Um, the other Nakanaka. guy, no, 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 I know Nakazawa, but the other guy. Um, that's with the Bucks all the time. Uh, Brandon Cutlet. There you Mom. go. Brandon Cutler, uh, he also 
uh, got suspended as well. So basically, wow. everyone in the elite is suspended, including um, Nakazawa and uh, David, whatever his name is again. They should have just, uh, while they were at it, they should have just fucking uh, suspended Hangman too, so we wouldn't see his fucking ass. Um... <laughs> yeah. Do you really think that, or are you just saying that? Honestly, man, why not? We wouldn't have to see his jack off anymore on that, you know, just fucking around, not taking it seriously, not working like a top guy, but uh, maybe I'm just talking shit, but yeah. Nah, he's just talking shit. Um, he had a pretty good match on, on um, Wednesday against Brian. Uh, they haven't done much with him. And, well, yeah, of course. Brian Danielson was in there. It's going to be a great match, but it's not going to be a great match without a great opponent. Well, let's see what he, he does next week. Maybe he'll be working with uh, Short, I mean, the fucking yeah. midget. What's his name? John Silver. Maybe. Maybe we'll see where he goes from here. I actually, I don't blame Hangman for any of this um, stuff that happened. Um, yeah, he did what he did, but he just, it, it should have ended there. It should have ended with Tony going there because, honestly, all the reports have not even brought up anything that Hangman had ever done after the fact. Other than those, that one interview, which I still don't feel is the worst thing in the fucking world. Um, and when he went into business for himself. And I guess Punk felt there should have been a bigger apology. We don't know what the actual apology was. It was never really shown on TV. It wasn't a TV thing. Shouldn't be a TV thing. Should be a backstage thing. But apparently it wasn't enough for Punk. Um, or maybe it was enough at the time until he heard what he heard in those interviews. Um, so just kind of weird. I, I know that it all stemmed from when Hangman went into business for himself, but I don't think that he's too necessarily to blame for anything that's happened. So, um, well, I don't think I he should have been suspended at all. I think Punk definitely, you know, took a personal shot. At Hangman, just because obviously he felt some kind of offense towards what Hangman said um, in the interview, which, you know, like you said, you didn't think it was much. And honestly, it really wasn't much. But the fact is, Punk took some kind of offense to it. Um, and then he basically attacked the way that he basically attacked the way Hangman's been presented as a champion. Um, maybe that's not his issue with him. So he took offense to that advice comment or whatever he made. Um, yeah. And yeah, man. Took a took a shot at Hangman, definitely. But what if he's also trying to help elevate Hangman? Um, I don't uh, know. I don't think so. Because if he was trying to help elevate Hangman, he would have left um, the Hangman comments um, of him just, you know, just talking about I don't even know. Just actually calling out Hangman to begin with, I don't think that helps elevate Hangman at all because at that point, they're not going to go into any program together. Yes, we can go down into a program down the line, but that doesn't help him right then and there. It doesn't well, elevate him. into a program because everyone's talking about what just happened. And yes, Punk, can, Punk saying that to Hangman can fire him up and turn it into next gear. Like, all right, well, I'm going to show you that I can be the top guy. Uh, I mean, that's that's stupid. That's stupid. That, I mean, yeah, he can. It can happen like that, but that doesn't help Hangman to the audience. Is what I'm saying. 
Maybe it can help Hangman and his self-esteem issues, BS self-esteem issues. I'm not sure. We don't really know. But it doesn't help Hangman in front of the audience who just think he's a big-ass pussy for not going out to fight to fight punk <laughs> well maybe they should have caught an audible well they didn't though and it was they weren't going to call an audible and punk knew that that's why he said it i mean that's what see it's, did, it, did you hear what you, Bobby fish said uh i think i had sent you uh an interview he was doing i think he has a podcast something like that um so bobby fish was basically saying that if that had been him, if he was Hangman, that he was he would go out there and he didn't care who was going to try to stop him like from backstage um, because at a certain point it's like you're affecting you know my character or my my progress mm-hmm. and the way I'm looked at so he would have tried to go out there and Hangman could have done something man honestly no, and I don't I don't TV. I don't think so, because then that goes against what Punk is trying to fucking do. Like, Punk's going into business for himself. Someone else going into business for himself. That's not going to sit well with Punk either way. I think then there would have been fighting then. That doesn't... What, what Fish is saying is stupid. That's just some... Controversy some tough, creates cash, my friend. Uh, but it, the, it, it, the, controversy, the controversy has to be calculated. Yes, Bischoff says controversy controversy creates cash, but mm-hmm. it has to be calculated controversy. You can't just have controversy just to have it. You have Calcul- to be as in planned. You you don't think Punk planned not didn't plan to fucking go out there and do that shit? I mean, no, I'm sure he planned it, but he didn't plan it with everybody. The thing about what I'm saying, calculated, have everybody involved in it so that you can make it seem real. Like if 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 he had told Hangman about that, and then Hangman actually came out, and then they had a scrape, obviously a wrestling scrape, then that would have been something good. Then that would have been controversy that created cash, not just calling out Hangman for no reason. Then Hangman getting all pissy, like Bobby Fish says he would, that's, which is bullshit. I don't think Bobby Fish would have done anything. He's not even on the level of punk or anybody else. She's a trained. Either kickboxer no, or MMA. he's trained. I'm not saying that he's not trained, that he can't fucking fight. That's not what I'm saying. It's just about, uh, it's, it's stupid for him to think that he would just be able to do that. It would just make him look bad with the level he's at. No one would actually call him out like that because, one, he's not going to ever be a world champion. Let's be real. He's already past the time frame where he could have even possibly about been. That, though. We're saying no, that if he was in Hangman's shoes, if he was Hangman. If Hangman did the same thing, it would have been dumb unless it was actually a work. If it was actually work, then go ahead. We'll fucking if do it. If knew about but, it, it wouldn't be real. Oh, my God. It, okay, do you think that no one knew about it when Scott Hall came out to fucking WWE, or WCW? Do you think that anyone who was actually important enough knew about it? Yeah, Everybody maybe some of the... knew about it. Okay, enough people knew about it. Not the people who were in the ring, but they, some people knew about it enough to say, hey, hey, get out. Enough people knew. Now, if Punk was going to call out Hangman Adam Page, Hangman Adam Page had to at least have known about that for him to walk out and then to work an angle. So CM Punk can't just randomly do shit and hope people go on the fucking Audible and fly and fucking do it. You have to talk about it. You have to plan it. It can't just happen out of nowhere like that. Is that Punk's fault or is that Tony Khan's fault? 
it's that Punk's fault. <laughs> Punk is the one who went into business for himself. Tony Khan wouldn't have fucking known. Tony Khan shouldn't have called an audible at that time because it wasn't talked about. If Punk didn't bring up the idea, like if Punk was like, hey, Tony, I have this great idea. I'm going to go ahead and do this promo and I'm going to call out Hangman and let him come out. And then we do something. We make an angle out of it. Then that's something. But Tony Khan not knowing about it, why would he send anybody out there? If, if, Punk, if Punk is cutting this promo out on Hangman on a page, Punk is really pissed off at Hangman. Do you think he's going to be like, oh, I should send him out there for sure? Well, like they didn't you, talk about it. They, they, how would he have known what CM Punk would have reacted like? Right. Okay. Well, you make some great points, and I'm not gonna completely okay, but I'm not disagreeing either. So, okay. Knows, man. But maybe Hangman was poking his ass backstage. He wasn't, you know, able to go, nah. go ring, uh, yeah. or even knew that was going on. But what else is there to unpack about this situation? He might have not even been there. Yeah. Oh, exactly. Man, Exactly. Goes <laughs> with my point. <laughs> CM Punk calling someone out who's not even there. We even don't Eddie know. Kingston was like the same. Eddie Kingston, the same thing. Like, of course, CM Punk would talk shit about him without without him being there. And well, you know that Kingston wasn't there because he was suspended. Well, we don't know what exactly happened, right? Hangman has not come yeah, out and said, "Hey, I was there, but I was not going to." there because it'd be embarrassing you know he hasn't said it that's why that's why i don't blame hangman because hangman's actually smart about it unless it's actually an angle he's not going to go out there and say anything about it why is he going to say anything about it? he doesn't need to he can be above that yeah he's just something i'm really talking shit what did he talk shit without really talking shit because he said he didn't listen in the interview he's not completely just talking shit about cm punk he's saying it um Think of it like a like a subtweet. You're talking about something, but you're not saying who or what or why, but you're making it seem like you're talking about somebody. And I, I think that, that was the situation here with Paul. I watched the interview. I heard how he was talking, the body language. He seems, honestly, Hangman seems like a laid back guy, especially the way he talks and carries himself in these interviews. He just seems like he's just there because he loves wrestling and he doesn't, and the way he was saying that he doesn't take the advice is because he's basically just saying to himself, saying to everybody, "I'm hard headed. Like I'll I'll listen to you, but it's I." He says, like he says, he takes pride in 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 doing something and failing on his own and learning from that, learning from he, failure. Which he basically good- telling the crowd, "Hey man, sometimes I fucking lose, you know," and it's just I don't know. Yeah, but it's okay for Ricky Starks to say that. Well, this this uh, whole just kidding, just kidding. <laughs> Hey, well, we have questions on that. Uh, but anyways, CM Punk, uh, um, he called him out for what it is, and it's it's a fact. And Hangman, like this whole issue, is not just about Hangman. No. All right, this is no. about the books. Uh, and honestly, what they should do is just, um, hey. Fucking remove that EVP status off of those three. They can still be contributors, but you're not going to have exactly every role, every little single micromanaged role you've had before. Um, And for Punk, it's unfortunate that he had just won the title and they've removed the title from him now. And, uh, And on top of that has an injury, which doesn't even tie into, or if it did happen backstage, you know, it didn't really tie into 
the whole issue why he got suspended. Yeah, the, um, the AEW title would have been forfeited regardless because he was injured. Again. If he was injured in the match, yes. Uh, but apparently not everybody's 100% sure that's what happened. So going forward, uh, that's, like I said, about the Bucks and the Kenny getting removed of that status. That can help the situation. For Punk, obviously has to go through the process of the recovery. And you can only hope that by that time, the heat with the backstage has died down and cooled off for the most part. And, you know, and for the fans, honestly, it doesn't matter. You could bring them back as a heel and you could, you know, actually do something, plan it for months or weeks, whatever, and really get something going where Punk comes back. And we think that he might still be that same guy, that Carney or whatever the fuck. He could be a heel. He could totally pull it off. But none of this extra sauce as far as, like, the media scrum, what happened there, and the interviews of side dissing that's making it look like you don't have your locker room under control. You could still fix this. But it starts also with the Bucks and them chilling out, man. Like, come on. And Moxley talked about it in his promo. I'm sure you you might have mentioned that. But Moxley, that passion, the fact that they have a chance to do something special here. And for the most part, it has been special. It's been different. Uh, it's got us talking, whether if it's good or bad. But anyways, we're still watching it. Three, four yeah. years later, we're still watching it. So don't fuck this up because these grown men want to be petty and punk takes blame for that too, man. If I'm being honest. So that's how I feel. Yeah. I agree hundred percent. So now with all that being said, um, what do you think that, uh, of AEW moving forward? Uh, how, how do you think they've done, um, in this last week after the melee? And, um, just to also give something out there, uh, during AEW dynamite, um, in the beginning, uh, Tony Khan did, um, uh, did come out to explain that they were going to be vacating the tag team uh, championships and the AEW World Heavyweight Championship without really giving any explanation, never really bringing up CM Punk's name, Kenny Omega's name, and the Bucks. They've actually taken Kenny Omega, the Bucks, and CM Punk, I believe, off of the, or just CM Punk, off of the actual intro. Um, now, all, there are some, also, uh, some reports also, or from the same reports that we've been talking about, um, stating that the reason why they did not name drop any of the uh, people involved in the melee was because there are some legal um, legal actions that might be taken. Um, the odd thing about this is, with all these legal issues happening, was that not only was uh, you know the elite and all them uh, witness to what happened there, but also. Uh, Tony Khan's legal advisor and second in control of AEW was there as well. So does that have anything to do with it? More than likely. I mean, if you're not talking about people or anything, um, it's because one, you're stupid, which is a possibility. Or uh, two, there's legal issues. You can't really say anything about anybody you can't talk about what's happened backstage because it has to be handled legally there's a case you can't talk about the case outside of what's happening so um 
Could also be legal advice from the fucking legal person. Who fucking knows? But right now, they're taking the stance of, if I don't see it, it's not there. How do you feel about that? And what do you think about the possible legal action that is going to be taken? Well, I think um, if I think that's true, honestly, like um, like that could be happening, but I don't know, man. Like some of so part of me still feels like it could be just a work. Uh, um, I don't know why, but in this situation, though, it wouldn't be a hundred percent surprising if these legal issues are true, uh, and I believe it to a certain extent. Um, I think maybe they're just getting advice from legal advisors, possibly, um, but nothing's actually been, you know, put into action yet, um, because obviously this could turn into a whole ass case um, because of the altercation or whatever happened, right? We don't know yeah. the full details, but man, they had to remove the titles off of them. Punk, you've said that eventually they were going to do it anyways because of the injury. Um, so that was coming. But I'm just glad that the Bucks went down for this too, and Kenny, because they are to blame for the reason why it's culminated to what it has. Um, I don't know, man. I, I, I'm not 100% sure what, what's going on here, but hey, I'm all for it. It's great. Yeah. Uh, to me, I'm interested in it, but how do you feel about what they're going to do now with the titles and the world title, and is CM Punk going to play any part in that eventually again? Man, it's hard to say if CM Punk will be involved in it again. It's hard to say if CM Punk himself will want to stay with AEW, probably just because the money's good. Uh, apparently, he's making like five, five million a year, maybe less, who knows? Um but that's a lot of money to just walk away from. But um, if I were, I, I'm okay with the tournament. Only because I feel that Moxley really did sent a set. He had an awesome promo. And I'm rooting for him to win it. If he doesn't, um, that's okay. I feel like he is going to win it. And MJF will do with the poker chip, what the money in the bank is, and cash in after Moxley wins it. Put on, put the title on the line, win it there from Moxley, and then Moxley's only champion for two seconds. And MJF becomes the, becomes the new world champion at Arthur Ashe Stadium next week. Not this coming week, the next week. Or, 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 they could put it on Brian Danielson because Brian Danielson could be the better, the bigger star out of this than John Moxley, and John Moxley's already had his run. He okay, he got another one, and fuck it, it is what it is. So Brian Danielson could beat Moxley. It'd be a great match because Dan Brian Danielson is in that match, and then hey, I'm for that idea. MJF doing like the Money in the Bank. Turning it into similar to what that is. So um, MJF gets the title. And then Brian Danielson can chase it and win it. Then we see Brian Danielson as like, hey, this is the guy here. 
if you do it right, that could be a thing still. He can still go. He has you could have another run in him like that. So at that point, you bring back CM Punk and you hope that everything's cooled off and you finally have that match that we've been wanting to see in AEW, and that's Brian Danielson and CM Punk. That's how I would do it. But I don't know if you agree with me. Probably not. Uh, no, only only because of the interaction that Moxley and, and MJF had in the beginning of uh, Dynamite uh, last Wednesday. Uh, just for the fact that they had that interaction, I feel like it gives them more of a story if MJF were to take the title off of Moxley, especially because they had that... Because this would give MJF one win over Moxley, who Moxley beat him before, too. So, and Moxley was defending his championship at that point in time. So now, now MJF lost the first title defense or title shot he got against Moxley, but then comes back and wins it against Moxley. Kind of builds the story from there. Yes, Brian Danielson um, would make a better would would make uh, for good better matches, but in terms of story, I mean, story in the matches that's different. But in terms of story outside of it, there's not really one. I'm not sure how they would build one, just because I'm not com- uh, like not confident in Tony Khan, really. So either way, it could happen. It could happen either way because Tony Khan can drop the ball on the John Moxley MJF, sorry, or he can go with Brian Danielson MJF and shit on that story. Who knows? Well, I mean, at this point, Brian Danielson's probably like, well, fuck me, right? I mean, I'm not gonna get a, another. Another run, even though I'm the best wrestler on this roster and probably That's, in the world. So it's just assuming that he thinks that way, and he should think that way because I feel okay, like you're saying I, he should. He's I saying feel, that he sh- he's already done any, everything under the sun, though. Like I don't, I don't feel like that's a part of his personality. I mean, he could this guy elevate that title as well. He could help elevate that title. But does he want to have the responsibility of being the champion? He knows what the responsibility is of being the champion. But does he want to take that responsibility? Does he want to be champion and have to carry it? Because at that point, as you should, you're on every single dynamite. And let's, let's be real, Brian Danielson isn't. And, I mean, it could make it better if he wasn't always there. Because then it would make it special. But I just don't know if Brian Danielson is really like asking for the title. If they were to say, hey, Brian Anderson, you're going to be champion, he would say, okay, let's do this. I can do it. But I don't think he's like advocating for himself to be like, I need to be champion. I should well, maybe, be champion. Maybe he's not right. Yes, I definitely see that because of how we've seen him to be. But Tony Khan needs to realize who he has right there in front of him because Moxley already got the run, man. And yes, he did have that thing with MJF on Wednesday, but... You didn't have to do that. Um, you shouldn't even had to have had the second run, though. Like, let's let's be oh, real. Oh, okay. Let's, this is this is another no, issue. No, it's it's not an issue. Like, like be honest, though. I'm not trying to bash anybody. Injuries happen, and it's no one's fault. I know I make fun of I make fun of Punk from the injury that happens, but let's be real. Uh, if Punk was never injured, does Moxley ever win the champion then? Championship no. again? I don't think so either. If Punk was the champion, he would have had the title um, all through a, all the All Out and then MJF return. Maybe MJF returned before All Out. Who knows? The plans obviously changed. 
And I've said this before. I don't think Tony Khan is, is good at thinking on his feet. Because it was a clusterfuck after CM Punk fell. I'm sure they had a plan set. But because CM Punk fell, Tony Khan had no idea what the fuck to do and just kind of like winged it. And I said the same thing for when someone else got injured. I think it was Dax Harwood um, or somebody else had gotten injured and it kind of just seemed like everything flopped after that. So I think it was the pinnacle versus the punk or not the punk, but the I forget what the Jericho Appreciation Society was called before. Um, uh, the inner, inner circle. circle. The inner circle, yeah. Um, I feel like stuff happened like that before too. So, yeah, I, if, if CM Punk never got injured, Moxley would have never gotten that, t- that title run. But not, that had to be called on the fly. Moxley's name was, was told first, like, let's put the title on him. But the, okay, yes, but now... Uh, things have happened since then, and we have a fresh start. This is before Wednesday. They've already started where they're going to go next, but you had a fresh start, despite all the drama and stuff like that, to see where you can go from now. And, hey, they've chosen. It seems like it is going to be MJF Moxley in the next big feud, but um, he should have went to his guy right here, Brian Danielson, and said, hey, I know you may not want to be the top guy, but I need you in this position right now. Uh, things that are unfortunate with Punk. Looks like we've lost Kenny as well, so he won't be in the picture. And Moxie's already had two runs. Um, I need you to step up and be that guy that I know you can be. And I'm sure Brian Danielson, being the good guy he is, has said, hey, okay, I got you for now. Then we can you know, build and put it on somebody else while Punk gets back or whether or not he'll be in the picture or not. But... Brian Danielson, since a long time ago, since he was the fucking, arguably the best heel in the business besides Roman Reigns, but in AEW, he was the best heel in wrestling when he came in, and he was doing his thing, um, but now they've already squandered that, you know, long before this, so, um, it's not too late, Tony Khan, Brian Danielson's right there, he just elevated, uh, fucking Daniel Garcia, in one night. Uh, and we've talked about well, all the shit he's been doing night. with Jericho. It took, took a couple nights. But that match, dude. Uh, yeah, but it's match. Not, it, let's not say one night when he had a whole ass program before that with him. I mean, that match is what turned the tables, <laughs> I feel. Yes, For yes, guy yes. I'm, not, like I'm, I'm not saying that that match didn't do it. I'm just saying it wasn't in one night. Because they already had a match beforehand. And they had a program going in before that. So it took a little while. Not one night. But he's there now. Yeah. And he could not, do that with a, other people as well. Yeah. But not in one night. Oh, God. It's, it's true. It's the truth. <laughs> well, like I said, they could do something there, but it seems like it is going to be Moxie again, even if it is for a couple seconds or whatever they're going to do there. Um I think that, that's at least what I think. That's not even saying that's what they're really going to do. We're going to see, though, because right now, how the standings are in the tournament, um, the first two matches, the first match was Daniel um, Brian Danielson versus Hangman Adam Page. Winner was going to go against um, Jericho this coming Wednesday, and Brian Danielson won that match. So we're going to get Brian Danielson versus uh, Chris Jericho. 
And we are also going to get um, now, because on Rampage, we had the second round, which was um, Sammy Guevara versus uh, Darby Allen. And Sammy Guevara actually pulled out the win. So we're going to get Sammy Guevara versus John Moxley. Now, the John Moxley Sammy Guevara one, it's like, okay, John Moxley's going to win that one. I don't think Sammy's going to go on to the end. If they do, I am going to be fucking shocked. Um, but the toss up now is the rematch between Jericho and Brian Danielson. Um, Brian I think, is winning I, that. I think so too, but I think Brian Danielson, if they're smart, Brian Danielson is going to win because of uh, Daniel Garcia. Like I said, I, I don't know if I said it on here. I, I don't think I did because we never talked about it last week. Um, but I think that Daniel Garcia is going to stop Chris Jericho from cheating again. And Brian Danielson is going gonna, is gonna to win because of that. That's how I think Brian Danielson is going to win and go into the next round um, for the main event, basically, at Arthur Ashe. No, that, that's what's going to happen. It's just... It should just be happening because Brian Danielson is the best wrestler in the world, and Chris Jericho is the shits now. So, but yeah, yeah that's that's what they're gonna do now. Well, yeah, because you got to have a story, man. I mean, you can't just have matches to have matches. Sometimes you need to have. A story. Yeah, I mean, Chris Jericho, you know, can't lose cl- uh, fucking clean. I mean, that's totally not possible, especially. I mean, with, he uh, lost clean Danielson. to Eddie. He lost clean to Eddie Kingston. I mean, Brian Danielson is. You know, Brian Danielson and Eddie I mean, Kingston is Eddie Kingston, so he lost clean to Eddie Kingston. Um I mean he's only faced he's only faced Daniel Bryan once before and he lost clean to Moxley. And who else? In three years, that's one person a year. Uh, he's lost clean to Orange Cassidy. I mean he lost clean to Orange Cassidy actually. actually. Yeah, and by dumping him in the pool of fucking orange juice or what was that? It's uh no fucking clean, right? He didn't cheat to win that match. He still won it. So wow. what you're saying a still gimmick match a gimmick match. Yeah, yeah, it's still clean, buddy. It's a circus still... match, actually. Sorry, it's still a fucking win. Um, I guess. Oh, so, even though I'd like to not remember that, but <laughs> I'm just saying, Chris Jericho has lost before. Um, he lost clean to Scorpio Sky. Yeah, where's he at? And it, yeah, that's that's another issue with Tony Khan, though. Um. <sighs> Anyways, uh, that's his ball dropped hardcore though. That's horrible for him. He didn't even let MJF beat him clean. Huh? He didn't even let MJF beat him clean. Why would so. why would MJF beat him clean? Because why MJ- MJF why would MJF beat anyone clean? He's a heel. He's a heel's because heel. Chris heels Jericho's, win by cheating. Because Chris Jericho's past his prime and MJF probably should have retired him and beat him How? clean. And just- that's so stupid. They, then, they, then you're just throwing away the fact that MJF is a heel and one of the best damn heels in the fucking company. Well, heels if you had Chris Jericho the right way... No, heels and- don't win clean. Don't let, let, like, okay, your comment about Chris Jericho is done. Now you're talking about MJF win- beating Chris Jericho clean? That's ridiculous. Not all, not every match has to be a fucking. What has Roman Reigns done every single match of his of his title reign? Has he beat anyone clean? Does MJF has he always had a full group around him like Roman Reigns has had? I mean, he had the pinnacle for how long? 
he had the pinnacle, but without having the pinnacle, he always had Wardlow. He only just recently did not not have anybody. He always had but Wardlow. What I'm trying to say is Chris Jericho at this point has been past his prime even during oh that feud because that feud did not do any favors. Buddy, you're 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 talking about it like wrestling's real. Wrestling is scripted. Chris yeah, Jericho and it's is still least scripted Jericho. right now. Chris Jericho is still a legend. He still has name value, regardless of what you think about Chris Jericho. Chris Jericho is still in the wrestling world, a formidable opponent. Doesn't matter how old he is. Then in that case, things shouldn't be wrestling at all. The scripting Jericho and his scripting are terrible, and I, I just don't want to see it, man. Uh, I'm just saying, you saying that MJF should uh should have beat him clean is just ridiculous only because MJF's character does not go with that at all. MJF's character is to cheat to win because he cannot win without cheating. I mean, if, if that's how you're looking at it, I understand that. <laughs> I do. I definitely do. But I'm not saying that every... I, I'm saying that every match doesn't have to end in that way for him. You know, once here and there, including Chris Jericho, because he's that big name, if he would have beat him clean, that could have helped them versus what they How? did. Okay, so you're acting like MGF isn't still becoming a big old star even after that. Like, it didn't Thank hurt him. God because, dude, that's because like the him. one flop uh, feud that he's had. If you had to name a flop feud, it's probably that one. And it's and no still, coincidence that Chris Jericho's on the other side of it. And he still came out on top. He still went out after that and still came out on top. Like, the thing is, the problem is because that M- because MJF is good at what he does. He's a heel. That's what I'm saying. So that's why him losing does not hurt him. Or him winning by cheating does not hurt him. It doesn't matter who he is against. He didn't need to win cleanly against Jericho. Like, no one, you don't have to win clean, cleanly against anybody to be elevated. It's all depending it on the, the worst thing they've done. So, yeah, we'll but leave it, 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 it doesn't make any point. It doesn't make any sense. Anyways, let's, let's go back to whatever we were saying. So, Chris Jericho. Brian Danielson, Brian Danielson more likely cheating to get to Chris Jericho. We're gonna get John Moxley and and um, Brian Danielson leads. That's what we're expecting to happen. And I'm off for Moxley, and you're for Brian. So I guess we'll meet when that day comes at Arthur Ashe Stadium. Yeah, unless they fucking let Jericho get in that match, which would be terrible. Um, let's at hope that not. point, Moxley would be winning. I don't think Jericho's winning another I title. Prefer Moxley, yes, over Jericho. That's not even a question. So, yeah, yeah so it we'll, is what it is. It is what it is, and we'll see what's going on with that. But man, a crazy, crazy eventful um, week in wrestling. Honestly, bro, the whole CM Punk um, elite shit has got me like worn out from just wondering what the fuck is going to happen. Like I haven't even watched any wrestling and I'm fucking tired of it. Ugh. It's it's all over my my news feed and shit like that. So Yeah, but it's like the um, same stories, man. I just want to hear something new. And I think that's the problem. Like I, I've heard all the stories that you can hear. I've listened to everything I could listen to that has even anything remotely involved with it. I've been so fucking like Tunnel visioned with this fucking shit. It's ridiculous. Yeah, you can thank CM Punk. 
Uh, I don't think that's a good thing. But, um, yeah, man. Keeping you uh, tuning into the show, isn't it? No, man. I, I really don't think it's a good thing because it just makes the company look bad. Like, in terms of, like, the TV providers. Like, I'm, I'm, I'm more thinking of that shit. Like, what the fuck are, are they going to do? Like, right now, they're not going to have CM Punk on TV. So after, what, this week, and we go into next week, and then we go into two weeks from now, we're not going to really be thinking about, like, oh, I can't wait for them to talk about it, because they're not talking about it. We know that yeah. now. So we're tuning in to AW because we want to see what's going to happen next because of those what's happening there. We know CM Punk's not going to come back for another eight months. So that's not even going to be on our radar. So this whole thing with CM Punk, it's not bringing eyes to AEW in the best of ways. And yeah, after next week, once we go into the Arthur Ashe Stadium, um, yeah, it's, we're just going to be tuning into AEW to see what they're going to do next with the people that are there. Well, change is definitely coming, and because of CM Punk, whether you like it or not, he has started that domino effect of change, and we're going to see it play out for these next couple of months, and we'll see if Punk, uh, whatever he ends up doing, or the Bucks and Omega. Yeah, we'll see what happens. Um, I mean, the Bucks and Omega, I think, are stuck until 2024, just like MJF. So it's not I mean, like they can go anywhere. WWE would be crazy if uh, if there's still some shit going on by then. Um, CM Punk, money talks, money talks, and nah, he's never gonna go back to WWE. I don't he, know, man. Never say never. Bret Hart went back, and they did him. They fucked him pretty good. I mean, he never. He could have went back a long time ago if he really wanted to. Yeah, man, but I mean, everything that happened with Owen and stuff like that, like, that's also a big part of it, and that should, we can't imagine how, what, what that did for him, um, and I'm sure Bret Hart at the time would talk shit about the company, I'm sure, um, and even though that, they, they brought him back, money talks, and just never say never, we've learned that in wrestling, never Say never. We'll see. <laughs> All right. All right. Well, this will go ahead and end this week's episode. A um, lot of shit, really, that's gone on. Next week, we'll come back to what we usually do, um, reviewing the shows, talking about, you know, what will happen next after that. It will be a, mo- a lot more lighthearted episode. <laughs> lighthearted as it can be until we're at each other's necks again or throats again. Um, but um, oof is right. Big oof. You've been listening to the CM Punk episode of Let's Wrestle with Dan and Nico. Remember to follow us on Twitter at Let's Wrestle Pod. And uh, Nico, send us away, man. Sent. Um, do I need like post a note? Oh, God. Like. I don't have I don't I don't mail out letters, bro. Just throw us the fuck away. Alright. Um goodbye everybody. Peace. Alrighty. <laughs>